When we think about money management, oftentimes we think of finances, but managing finances doesn't begin with money. It begins with our thoughts about money. Manage your mind, space, and time properly, and the money will always follow. Those words are straight from today's guest, Shelly Mache. And let me tell you, they are just the tip of the iceberg. You are in for a treat because there is a lot more where they came from. As we enter the holiday season and get ready for the new year, I thought Shelly was the perfect guest for us to all connect with. Welcome to The Grit Show, growth on purpose. I'm glad you found us. I'm Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm honored to be leading you on today's journey as part of this community of seekers and thrivers growing together. I hope you stick around. I think you'll get a lot from today's conversation. A certified life purpose, success, and confidence coach, Shelly Mache is extremely passionate and dedicated to the empowerment of women through personal and professional development. An international empowerment speaker, she is the founder of the women's organization, The Powerful Woman. Shelly has been prolific in her work and featured in multiple places from CBS, NBC, ABC, The CW, Yahoo, Bustle, Bakersfield News, Out Loud with Claudia Jordan, Peace of Mind with Taraji P. Henson, Shondaland, and more. You can see the longer list in the show notes. Shelly specializes in decluttering the thoughts of her clients, connecting their gifts and talents to their passions. She helps women break free from the frustrations of living the same thing, different day life, to unleashing their unstoppable and authentic happiness by discovering and pursuing their dreams and confidence. In 2021, she was even named one of the top 25 businesswomen by Courageous Women magazine. Shelly is the author of the book, 70 Days of Happy, Life is Better When You Smile, and Power Her Minds, reflective thoughts designed for the everyday power her woman and her legacies. She's a best-selling co-author of the book, Women Inspiring Nations. Shelly Mache is also an ordained minister who's been married since 2002 and is the mother of two amazing legacies, daughters, and very passionate about working with mothers. Welcome, Shelly. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. I'm so glad it worked out. I'm excited for our topic. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> so I would love to dive right in on the topic of money. Can you tell us a little more about some of the misconceptions people have around money? You know, I really feel like the largest conception around money is how we look at that money. And the reason I say that is, let me give you just a really, really quick story just of myself. I grew up with a single mom. She got married when I was about 12 years old. And every single week, my mom would sit down and she would do bills. My mom is very, very um, organized. She's a budgeter. You know, everything is ABC, which is one of the things that I love that I learned from her. And she never set me down and said, this is what you do. This is how you budget. But just watching her, I watched her do a checkbook. And, and she just really taught me a lot without saying a word about money. Mm -hmm. But what happened is when I would ask her, hey, can we do this or can we, you know, go here or blah, blah. She would um, say, you know, well, you know, there's no money for that. Money is for this, 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 you know, and basically money was for your needs. Money was for things take care of you. And then if there was some extra, you know, you put part of that away for savings because you don't want to run into any type of issues. And when you do, you want to have something you can fall back on. But what that did for my mindset mm -hmm. of money is 
number one, it made me very organized and it made me very meticulous when it came to where my money goes. I definitely believe that money is supposed to bring a service back to you. Mm. So that definitely was number one. But number two, it made me very self-conscious about doing anything for me. Mm -hmm. And I do mean anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when when my undies got holes in them, I learned how to sew. And, you know, you just sew them suckers up. <laughs> yep. Very comfortable. Very comfortable. Sewing underwear Man, is know, very comfortable just underwear. Just on the side, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, it have to be to the point of where you just can't step in them anymore. Because yeah. now in my brain, it's a need. And it's not frivolous. So when I began to to make you know money and walk in my purpose and and want to treat myself, my idea of treating myself would you know be a, a dollar fifty ice cream cone or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if I thought about treating myself to a really nice fifteen dollar or twenty dollar lipstick, I got scared. Mm-hmm. And I got scared because I'm like, well, you're being frivolous. Well, you're you're not doing money management. Well, you're not laying out. You know, is this a real need? And what I had to do is I had to understand that my money habit was connected to my money mind. And in this case, I could not separate the fact that it's okay for you to enjoy. What are you working for? Yeah. You know, everything is set up for you. You're a responsible person. Your kids are taken care of. Everything is taken care of in the home. It's okay to have some lipstick. Mm-hmm. It's all right. <laughs> yes, yes. But I didn't think that that was all right. And so when I say that I believe that money is connected to how we view money, this is what I'm talking about. It's not that I I had a lack mentality, but there was a fear um, connected to it saying, now, you know, you shouldn't do this. Now, why? you know, there there was that back of the mind going, now, uh, 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 mm-hmm. this is being frivolous. You know, you're not you're not spending wisely. Well, part of life is enjoying life. Yes. And being able to to vacation when you want and being able to go out to dinner when you want, being able to spice up your wardrobe. When you have a better mindset, you understand that money works on both sides to care for your needs. That's number one, Mm -hmm. to care for your needs and then to live. And so we need to find an equal mental balance for that so that we're able to live both sides without that nagging that I had in the back of my head as though I was doing something wrong. Yes, that makes very good sense. So how did you get to the point where you could balance that out? Like, how did you change that mindset? You know what is very interesting? My children really helped me twist that. So mind you, I had this mindset growing up. And so I'm in my adulthood Mm -hmm. by now with children. And I'm still going, nope, you don't, you don't do this. Okay, well, you know, and again, I, I'm not opposed to saving, making your money work right. I do all of those things, but there shouldn't be a thing of, oh no, I don't deserve to get to get the name brand Cheerios. You know, don't don't do that because then you can save, you know, 45 cents over here. Spend that 45 cents. <laughs> but it was really my children, because I was a stay-at-home mom and I did pour a lot of myself and of course, a lot of my finances, you know, into my home, into my children. Yeah. And I remember we, we were going out and they weren't small, but they were probably in that like tween type mm-hmm. age or something. And I remember going, man, I would really like to, to get this. I think it was a shirt or something. And I was like, man, I would really like to get this. And my kids literally were like, so get it. 
And I was like, oh no, I would, I would never do that. I would never just buy a shirt. That's, you know, you don't do that. You know, you guys will need shoes. You'll need this, you need that. And then my mind goes, they probably could have had an extra $10 had you not spent 15 on that. And my, I think it was my oldest daughter who looked at me and she said, you work hard and you are a great mom and you always put everybody first. You deserve to do things for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, it was that word deserve. I had never looked at it. I had never said it, even though those were the thoughts. Mm -hmm. I had never said like, you don't deserve it because I think I felt like, hey, I work. I should be able to get what I want. But hearing her say it, I was like, oh, so I don't have to need it. It, it was something about this young child looking at me saying, you work hard. You're always doing for others. You deserve to be able. And it almost kind of broke my heart. And I know it seems really crazy, but <laughs> it almost kind of like broke my heart. Like, do you not think that that you're, you're worth a $15 shirt? Mm-hmm. And I had to bring all of these things and, you know, into perspective and go, it's not 100% that you don't think you're worth it or that you don't deserve it, but you were taught that you never purchase out of want. Mm -hmm. And here is where the disconnect is. And so I literally started not just buying anything, but when I saw something that I really wanted, I literally had to challenge myself to buy it. Mm -hmm. And it sounds crazy. It, 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 it really does. It sounds like what? <laughs> no, I think but there's that element of this joy that like you can get from those things and, and that balance of not going overboard where you're spending money that you don't have, exactly. but at the same time, but not like denying it because almost because punishing yourself to right. some extent and not allowing yourself to have things. Not allowing yourself to have. And, and for what? And so I had to be able to say, you can buy things that you want and it's okay. What that meant is your mom was wrong and my mom is just not going to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So then there was that whole emotional association of, well, your mother, she can't be wrong because she's, you know, she does this well and this well, and she's amazing with money and she's created a home and she's done this and she was an impeccable single mom. So she knows what she's talking about. So she can't be wrong. Having to disconnect that belief system mm -hmm. was also a process mm -hmm. because I had to realize that she did an amazing job with the source that she had, with the thoughts that she had, with the ability that she had, with the belief system that she had. That doesn't mean I need to carry it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that all of us have messages about money that affect us in different ways and mm -hmm. reflecting on those. I think that I might have had a different, like almost the opposite, whereas my mom was big on gifts and getting them. And so for her, she felt restricted a lot because she did have a budget and had to keep to a budget, but she would sneak those little things in. <laughs> and I love this. Mom, forgive me up in heaven watching over me for telling people these things. But she had a budget. My dad got paid once a month and there was a budget for grocery shopping and there was four of us kids and money was tight. But when we went grocery shopping, she would sometimes get a little knickknack because we had a show on love languages. And so people heard me talk about my mom and love languages and hers was definitely oh. 
gifts. It was one of hers. Yes. And so she would get like the little knickknack as part of the grocery bill because we had to sneak it in somewhere. <laughs> because for her, that was like she didn't feel worthy. And that was her way of making her like those little gifts were her way of making her. So yes. she'd find ways to, to sneak it in. And so as I became successful, she would always tell me to get the thing, get the thing, get the thing, get the thing. And so it was like, okay, I'm successful. I should be able to buy anything I want because I'm successful. But mm-hmm. that's not how budgets work. But that's not right. <laughs> that's not how it worked. And so I had like this opposite thing of like, oh, I'm successful. I should be able to. Oh, should... no, no, that's not how it right. works. That's not how it works. And yeah, uh, yeah. and so it's, it's so interesting about like examining the messages that we have with, mm-hmm. with money. And I have, and I'll say a relative, so it doesn't go to any specific relative, that I have a relative that I think that they are like, I should deserve things and they spend things and they don't have money and they still have that message that they still do things and don't stop and say, no, like I can't mm-hmm. afford this. I got to save up for right. this because they don't have the budgeting mindset. And so it's so interesting right. with these balances of like going from like generationally where their exactly. next generation is probably going to overly budget because they went without because money got spent on things that shouldn't be spent. You know what I mean? Yeah. That type and, of thing. And, and that, that balance is, is sometimes is really tough to find, you yes. know, to yes. be able to say, I don't yes. want to tip over too far because I don't want to become, you know, irresponsible financially, but yes. I still want to be able to enjoy my, my life, you know, life is short. I want to be able to have certain things, do certain Mm -hmm. things. And so being able to find that balance of not tipping over, you know, too much either way, that's a job in itself. Yes. That's a job. And that's why I always say to people, we're we're always looking at money management going, let's allocate money here. Let's allocate money there. There really is no proper allocation until we understand what's our thought Mm -hmm. where this is concerned. What are our beliefs where this is concerned? You know, what did I grow up thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, if you grew up and you didn't have a lot of money, sometimes that money gives you a certain amount of pride and you become a person who you work, 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 and you never enjoy because you have a scarcity mindset and you're so scared that I'm never going to have anything again, that I can't even enjoy what Mm -hmm. I do have. So being able to find that balance really starts with what were the belief systems that you grew up with, which ones have you held on to, and why is it that you're going in the financial direction yes, that you are? Yes, and how you can reevaluate that. And how you can reevaluate yes, exactly. that. exactly. Is that something that you've done, work with women on helping them look at their mindsets around that? Or what are some common mindsets you see? Absolutely. And because I work so much with, with moms, and I work a lot with stay-at-home moms, budget is a huge mm-hmm. deal. There's usually one person you know, who's working and the money is coming in consistently. But a lot of the moms, you know, they have businesses that they're trying to get off the ground or, you know, they have hobbies that they want to turn into businesses. But there is a budget that we have to stay within, you know, and we have to learn how to make everything balance out our goals, our dreams, our career mindset, and the actual funding of that. And all that have to be budgeted because you still have to run a household. Yes. Yes. People still want to eat. Yes. Yeah. My mom was the queen. So I still have a dear friend of mine who has multiple kids and she used to envy. My mom had a menu. There would be a menu on the fridge because when she went grocery shopping, which again, was probably how she had those quarters and dimes to you know, nest away and get the cute little knickknack. On the fridge was the meals for the entire month because mm-hmm. she had to buy all of her groceries all at once. And she would stick to that and do that because the only way we would have food on day 27 
was because she had written down she like had the pizza. She had hot dogs yes. and macaroni and cheese, and that was on the menu. And we yes. ate what was on that menu so that food would still be there at the end because she was exactly. so good at making sure she made it all mm-hmm. happen and bought all the food with that one paycheck a month that came in. So, yeah. So, did your mom know my mom? So, they. <laughs> They should have hung out, yeah. You know, you know, my my mom is still here, but where where did they yes. cross paths? They might have, yeah. they might have. Literally, that is how that's how my mother was. My mother worked for the school board, so she got paid once a month, and she literally laid out every single day. She did bills pretty much every week, or that's how I remember it. You know, so she would lay everything out for bills. So she would literally lay out every single thing that we're going to have. And she did it by the week. So I don't know where she was pulling, you know, this other (laughs) stuff from because she went grocery shopping. If it wasn't once a week, it was every other week, but it was laid out. This is what we're going to have. These are the snacks. And she was adamant about it. You can eat up all the peaches in one day if you want to. (laughs) She was was adamant. She was like, but there will be no more peaches. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So so she's like, so I suggest you learn how to, how to limit your appetite. (laughs) And and that's one of those things that I carried into my family though, really being able to say, this is what we're, what the budget is. This is what we're going to eat. This is the food that we're laying out, blah, 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 blah. And it really did help me. So like I said, there's so many wonderful things that came from my mom and her mindset and her discipline and her organization. And all of these things came without her literally saying them. And then so did the other side Mm -hmm. of me feeling like you can never not follow this. I remember me and my husband, like literally, are in the grocery store. And we pretty much got into this huge argument because I was so stuck on, here's the list. And this is what you do. Oh my God, Shana, when I tell you we're in the fruit area, right? And he's like, so I can't get a plum. you know? <laughs> and we're like really going back and forth. And I'm like, it's not on the list. This is the list. Not- you go by... And he's like, so take a, a peach off and put a plum on and you just have to have. When I tell you, we had the craziest mm. argument in a store about that. And I had to sit back. And after we had this huge argument, I sat back and I was like, now did that make sense? <laughs> Whose voices it's, were those? <laughs> I'm like, it's your list. Mm. You can switch it up. But I have been so conditioned mm-hmm. to go, you write a list, you go to the store, you do this, and this is what fits in, in the line. And this is what fits. And you don't, you know, you don't deviate. And I'm like, who says, who says that you can't deviate from the list that you created as long as you're staying within the guidelines of what you need mm-hmm. and what's going to be financially good mm-hmm. for your family. But I had to go, girl, I had to go back and apologize. <laughs> to be like yes you can have plums yes plums are allowed that's too funny but it was a huge lesson for me and it was like yes this is great this is fine it's fine for you to make this list to stick to it does it help you know you with your budget yes but if you see that there's a sale on orange juice it, you're not gonna die if you go ahead and get the orange juice and it wasn't on the list uh, it was just such a wake-up call I couldn't believe that we had spent 10 minutes in the grocery store arguing because he wanted plums and it wasn't on the <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. I like when we can, when we can like learn 
some of those things happen. Right. Right. I, you know, I haven't done that again, y'all. I, I haven't done that again. <laughs> There's now some more flexibility. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm flexible with the list. <laughs> that works. So as we look at holidays coming up and I do make a list if I'm having people for Thanksgiving dinner because, you know, there's a lot to That's figure a, out. Yes. That meal's complicated. Yes. But Absolutely. when it comes to holiday dinners and guests mm-hmm. and parties and gifts, like what are your thoughts and recommendations for people around navigating all of this and their money mindset? You know, for me personally, and what I really believe is that, again, when it comes to the holidays, And especially on Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day, because those are the two days that we usually, of course, have our family over. You know, I don't care if it's an extra four people, that's extra money. Mm -hmm. And so what you really need to do is set a real budget to say, this is the amount of money that I have towards this particular day. I only have, you know, $800 for food for Thanksgiving Day. And so I need to create a menu around the $800, the $500, whatever it is. And when you, if you see that, okay, the menu that I have is going to exceed that. I love this little word that, you know, we hate to to do. It's called delegate. (laughs) Yes. Say to the family, hey, this is the menu. I have A, B, C, and D covered. And these are the dishes that we need covered. Which one of you will be willing to bring that? Mm Mm-hmm. There's, we, we tend to think that just because we're hosting that we have to do every single thing. You're the host, but are you the only one eating? Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, everybody gets to eat. Mm-hmm. So then why can't, it's family time, right? It's a time yeah. for family to come together. So why can't we come together on all areas? Mm-hmm. So here's the budget and here's the menu that I've created around the budget. Is there something else that maybe someone wants to add to it? So, you know, we need to be able to come together and make this budget happen and make this, you know, this wonderful menu happen as well. When I decided to delegate, life became so much easier. It became a potluck Mm -hmm. for, you know, for my Thanksgivings and, and Christmases. Yeah. And that's what it needs to be. We're all going to have soup. (laughs) <laughs> because that I can make for this budget and feed all of you guys and still attend to everyone. Yes. Or yes. I can make this wonderful pot roast or this wonderful mm-hmm. ham or this wonderful turkey. Yes. And you're bringing rolls and you're bringing pie and you're bringing a salad Absolutely. and you're bringing this and you're bringing that and then and you're bringing drinks and you're bringing disposable plates because I'm not doing dishes. Yes, because I'm not getting ready to be and I already got pots to wash. I'm not washing plates too. Exactly, exactly. We can definitely find a way to make it all work. And you're bringing the napkins and you're bringing... Exactly. I think that number one is less stress on, mm-hmm. on us. It's like we take on so much stress during the holidays because mm-hmm. I feel like we want to create perfection and really we should just be creating memories. Yes. And there's no perfection in memories. Some of the funnest memories, if you look at things that happen, you know, as a kid or things like that, some of your funnest memories are things that when someone accidentally dropped this or this happened or the dog, you know, lapped up this when he wasn't supposed to. Memories are just created with life activities. Mm -hmm. And none of those things 
are perfect. Memories are us sitting down, laughing at things that make no sense, finding out, you know, how your month was, how your year was, because sometimes we're not seeing these people for an entire year, mm-hmm. you know, because they live in different areas. So I don't think we need to be so focused on perfection and having this huge amount of food. And let me make sure that we, you know, that we definitely have Pepsi and, and you know, and don't have that. Mm-hmm. But let's focus more on here's the budget. And we're going to create a menu around the budget because the goal of the day is to enjoy one another. Mm-hmm. Reframe our goal. Mm-hmm. What do we want to get out of it? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. What do you want to get out of it? Yes. I did realize though, going, we talked beforehand about going into family realm and here I still am going into it. But with my family, <laughs> I did realize at one point in time, the importance of you know, hangry people needing food and the importance of food. <laughs> and we have our holiday tradition for Christmas because my mother was gifts, right? Her love language is gifts. And so we would, we all take turns opening presents. And as the family gets larger, it, it can take a long time mm-hmm, for everyone mm-hmm. to open gifts. And so food doesn't happen. Everything gets pushed back and it takes a long time. And so I finally like realized this at some point in time, a number of years ago. And so decided like having something for people to eat became a priority for yeah. our family celebrates Christmas stuff so for Christmas to have that available. And a couple of years ago, we were coming down and traveling. And I'm like, I can't do a big dinner or a big anything. And so I just made simple like egg casseroles. And mm-hmm. I might have, I didn't even make for and cinnamon rolls because my dad loves cinnamon rolls, I think. So it's egg casseroles and cinnamon good. rolls. Easy peasy breakfast, but so everyone could eat immediately soon. Just go serve yourself like food. Oh. And we didn't do a big dinner. But the funny mm-hmm. thing was, was that my um, fiance and I were staying at like an Airbnb or a hotel because we were down visiting and we went back and we went to get food on the, you know, on the way to our hotel. Nothing was open. So, <laughs> so he and I didn't get anything for dinner because there was no, we could find nowhere to get food for dinner. And so I was oh, like, no. I guess this isn't a good idea to not do dinner for the family because we don't eat. Because I'm like, we had snacks oh. with us. But that's like, and even the grocery store was closed because they closed oh, like two or three right. on Christmas or whatever else. It was so funny because like there was no oh. food. I feel like somehow that got resolved. But I don't remember how it was. I just remember like we kept driving. Driving like to off the that exit, is, trying to oh find another goodness. fast food, find another grocery store, and nothing was open. I'm like, okay, apparently my solution right. <laughs> for not making dinner for everyone was not a good solution. But yeah, so I was like, maybe we should go back to my dad's house and just get <laughs> and just, just get some of the leftover casserole because right, right. that's all there. <laughs> but yeah, but doing things like that of like finding like with objective, yes, egg casseroles and and cinnamon <laughs> rolls, possibly from a can. I don't remember. I might have I might have made them from scratch before I left town. And, like, and it sounds easy. delicious. Easy, easy. It Make sounds delightful. But that's the thing. Let's make things easier on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And not just, you know, let's make things easier on our budget. Let's make things easier, you know, on our emotions. Let's make things easier on our body. We don't have to stress ourselves as much as we do. And you were talking about gifts because it can get to be so many. What we do is everybody gets to open one. You mm-hmm. just get to open one. And then you got to take all the rest of that home and y'all enjoy that at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. you can do that. But just, just little just little things, fun things, you know, even with Christmas, we spend so much money mm-hmm. at Christmas time. And what I love is being able to do things that are just, you know, a little easier on the pocketbook. 
drawing names like you mm-hmm. were um, speaking about drawing names. We used to do that because we had a, a really, really, you know, big family. People have moved to different areas now. But at one time, it was like 20 of us and people trying to buy gifts for all of that. That's a lot. And so we would draw names. And then within my immediate family, we would make a list. We still do a list of, you know, maybe the top three to five things that you would like. And I'm able to draw from that or we'll say, mm-hmm. hey, this year, you know, especially like during COVID, it's like this mm-hmm. year, you know, let's put a cap on this and say, you know, let's um, let, let's do $20 or $25 or mm-hmm. let's do things where, you know, there, it's just not as difficult on the budget. Because yeah. again, at the end of the day, it's not about the amount that I'm spending mm-hmm. on you. A gift is supposed to be something that is done out of love, out of kindness, out of wanting to give. And so we're putting a monetary value on things when a lot of times we all like some of the simpler things that you took time to really just think about me. You could have gone out and purchased a $9 book for all I care, but it was one of the greatest books that I've ever read. And I'm always talking about it. And you found it, you know, um, Mm -hmm. at at a garage sale or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, we, we don't have to put that value on the dollar, Mm -hmm. you know? but put that value on what we're doing for someone else and how it's going to make them feel. Yeah. Finding that way to be about that. And a lot of times too, Mm -hmm. like experiences, I've never heard that more than once can be a good investment for gifts versus more things for people. Yes, absolutely. One of the things that I would like to do, you know, and if my family want to go ahead and and pay for me to go, I'd be very happy. (laughs) I want to do indoor rock climbing and I want to do indoor skydiving. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, if my family came together and said, we're going to put in a little this and a little that so you can go skydiving, that would be wonderful. In fact, they did that. I really wanted some of my birthday is right around Christmas. And so for my birthday, I'm like, you know, I really want some Uggs. I'm going to go get me some Uggs. So for for, uh, my birthday, actually, everyone just chipped in and said, hey, here's birthday money. Happy birthday. Go get your Uggs. Little things like that. You know, it takes that burden Mm -hmm. off of you financially. You know, so especially when Christmas come around, go in with other people with gifts Mm -hmm. to make it easier on you. Have a list where you can pick some things, put a, put a cap. We're not going to spend any more or do, you know, if possible, do family gifts. If you have a, a, you know, a a sister and she has two children and a husband, do a family gift, something that Mm -hmm. the family can benefit from. And can enjoy it together. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a great idea. Definitely. And definitely there's all those after holiday sales as well. I so, love it. You know, I yeah. love it. We I did. love the Christmas shop after Thanksgiving and after, after Halloween. I love the Christmas shop after Halloween too. <laughs> there you go. All those deals. Yes. Yeah. One year, my dad and I worked together when I was living in Boston and the gift was he and I helped buy the plane tickets for everyone to come to Boston for oh. Christmas so we could all be there together. But after paying for plane tickets for everyone, there wasn't a lot left over. And so we basically, that was the experience was all of us being together in yes. Boston for the holidays together. And so that was what everyone's gift was to do that. And I think we might've gotten each other little, literally $10. Yeah. We made drawing things. It was like $10 gifts for the drawing, the name. So there was a little something to open on Christmas, but it was the experience of us all being exactly. in, and, in New and England. Of course, I would remember that and be like, hey, that was like the greatest, you know? So it's okay for us to think outside of the box. And and like you're saying, you know, everything doesn't have to have 
the dollar sign to it. That right there, the experience, amazing. Yes, yes. And we talked to you earlier about the family that I was close to when I was in college. They had this brilliant idea of at grandma's house, they had jars. So they also did the name drawing like we talked mm-hmm. about, but they had baby food jars at grandma's house that had people wrote down what they wanted. And it might be, I remember one year it was a belt. Somebody with mm-hmm. the belt was their thing on the, their list, but they put on a little piece of paper, the same size pieces of paper wrote down the things that they wanted. And that way you could go get the thing out of the jar at grandma's house. So they wouldn't know what you were getting them. But I you love could, it. You could have, you know, under $25 gifts, under $40 gifts on that little mm-hmm. list at grandma's house. So people could go there and you draw names and then you go to the jar and you draw what you're going to get somebody. So I love get it. Gift like that too. So I might need to steal grandma's idea. You can go for it. You can go for <laughs> it. I think that's a great thing. I think this type of. I love that family projects like that when you yeah. can be creative too. Because again, a lot mm-hmm. of times you're just trying to come up with things and you buy something and then they have one more thing they don't necessarily need. And it's and it exactly. becomes like the the burden of of getting something for somebody instead of exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I totally agree. Totally agree. Yes. Hopefully everyone listening is like, oh yes, we love these ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they agree too. <laughs> Definitely. Because getting the mindset of it being about the experiences and mm-hmm. being past not just buying and spending the money, but why are we doing right. this and we're connecting and wanting people to feel special and unique and be part of the yes. family and not being in the hustle and the bustle and the doing because you're supposed to and right. trying to find the reasons underneath. I wish we could get out of that mindset that I'm doing it because I, I have to do it. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, I have, it sends you into the holiday. So unhappy, mm-hmm. you know, it, it sends you in there with so much pressure. Oh, I have to do this or I have to do that. And oh my gosh, I, no, let's take that off. This is an opportunity and it's an opportunity to give and reciprocate, to make yes. one another feel feel special and loved and cared for. And that has no financial, you know, where it has to be this. But I'm telling you, I'm going to take that experience. I absolutely love, I love that. When my kids were were very small, you know, I used to buy, you know, little, just little tiny things for them for Christmas. They just want stuff to open up. They don't care. But, you know, mm-hmm. we, we would buy coloring books and, and crayons and things like that for them. And then we would take time to color together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on, on Christmas, we color together or we make cookies together. You know, yes. each year they would look forward to picking out cookies. And, you mm-hmm. know, and it was just a little Pillsbury cookies, y'all. But they, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but they thought it was the greatest thing. So we would go, you know, you just go get your cookies. We'll make the cookies, make the house smell, you know, real yeah. fabulous. But little things create the experiences and the memories. And that's the goal to be yes. able to be with your family and love your family. Yes. Yeah. I think before um, COVID, the Christmas before COVID, I had a couple that we were friends with. We had them over for dinner and we made ornaments together and then exchanged oh, the ornaments nice. that we, we did for our Christmas thing. So yeah, so everyone that's listening, I really encourage you that if you're feeling re- like it's a responsibility, you're feeling like... Imagine that the emotion is what you're giving the person, not the actual gift. And so if you're not feeling that emotion when you're buying the gift or coming up with a gift or figuring out the gift, don't get the gift and tell Mm -hmm. them it's all Shauna's fault. Have them write (laughs) me emails. I don't mind. Say the grit show made you do it. It's fine. But like 
that's what it's supposed to be about. It's the spirit of giving. It's the connecting. It's the making them know they're being thought of. Write something nice for them on a piece of paper and give it to them instead. Just give them a nice voicemail. Give that. That's what they need. That's what we need Mm -hmm. more in the world is that. And less like giving of just something because I feel bad because I didn't get you anything. So let me grab something from the store because I need to type of thing. Right. So yeah, we need more of that. And blame me if somebody's bothered by it. <laughs> so yes. But we did also talk about love languages. So if you have people in your world and their love Absolutely. language is the giving of gifts, but also remember that could be the flower from the side of the road. That could be mm-hmm. the cookies you made. That could be the mm-hmm. note on the piece of paper. That type of thing is like a thoughtful gift. That could also be finding something at your house that you've had that you know they would enjoy that counts for those people as well. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that stress. It's that that thought that goes into the gift giving even for people that that's Absolutely. love language. Yes. This has been so yes. useful. This is so yeah. wonderful. Is there anything you want to add to this that we didn't get to touch on? I want, you know, as we go into the holidays, I really mm-hmm. want people to understand that the holiday is yours we spend so much time making the holiday. And again, it's family and all that. Don't get me wrong. But we spend so much time making this holiday about everyone else that we Mm -hmm. never understand that this is your experience. This is your holiday. So if you need, the holiday shouldn't be, you've done so much now, you know, you're pooped to the point of where you regret the holiday, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, but it should be a thing of, yes, I'm tired because I spent time doing things, but It was a rejuvenator for me too. Don't let things like Thanksgiving and and Christmas and the new year, and don't celebrate yourself out to the point of where you're burned out. Mm -hmm. Understand that this is your holiday. So it's for you to enjoy. What is it that you enjoy doing? What is it that's going to satisfy you? And if that means stepping away from for a little while, you know, getting a little coffee, make sure that you enjoy this holiday that we say is about family. You are family too. So mm-hmm. make sure you enjoy as much as you're putting out. Yes. And that's why this time of year, like there is so many different traditions and so many different types of holidays that come during mm-hmm. this this time of year. Yeah, And that's the reason why we say the happy holidays are, are able to put it in that context. And some people don't celebrate any of them, which is also okay. But I think part of it is like, the darkness that comes with this time of year and the Mm -hmm. desire to like connect with others that I feel is part of the reason why this is our time that we're all like wanting to have that connection and Mm -hmm. the light and the beauty and the connecting with other people and the, you know, going through the fall and the Thanksgiving and that. Cause again, we're us based for those listening in the United States (laughs) at the end of November, we have Thanksgiving, which has questionable roots, but it's (laughs) it's become about family and coming together with people and about gratitude, which I love gratitude and Mm -hmm. huge on gratitude. So if it becomes about being with family, about people you care about and sharing food together and gratitude. And so when you keep it about those things, like that's this beautiful thing, but if it becomes about all the commercial, about all the other things, the same as with the holidays at the end of the year, which everyone's are celebrating, like it needs and New Year's even. Like, you know what I mean? It's about celebrating my my fiance does not like New Year's. I love New Year. I love celebrating <laughs> the beginning of a new year and celebrating new things and new beginnings. And I just love another fireworks. So 
all these things, like however, whichever thing you attach to, if you celebrate a Hanukkah, a Kwanzaa, like mm -hmm. I can't remember the Jerry Seinfeld one, but I know he has one that mixes them all together. But <laughs> whatever, whatever you celebrate so, or don't. Yes. So many, so yes. many. That whatever you find that you're still doing it for genuine reasons, whatever your culture, yes. your heritage, your connection to it, it's genuine. That's the common theme Absolutely. for all of these different pieces that they're about connecting to others and to yourself and to yes. your beliefs and to beauty and to all those things. And so we want to keep that genuine and not let all those other commercial yes. and not even just the commercial, just the responsibilities and expectations that can you come don't, with you these don't things want it to, to tear away from the core of why you're you're doing it. Yes. And exactly. it just can become so stressful that mm -hmm. it becomes I can't wait till this day is over yes. or I can't wait till this week is over yes. or I just want this to end. And that's not what it was supposed to be about. Yes. Even birthdays and weddings turn into that. So, oh, yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yes. We don't want that. We don't want that. We want you to enjoy these things. So make them enjoyable. So, yes, yes. So that's a great piece of messaging to remember that keep the true heart of things when you're looking yes. at it. Absolutely. Like well, wonderful. Well, as we go into these seasons, what are some things that you do to take care of yourself that you see as self-care items? Oh my goodness. For me, I have learned that there are different self-care activities that replenishes different emotions in my life. Mm. So during the holidays, you know, mm -hmm. it can become a lot of hustle and bustle. So one of the things that I do is if things begin to get stressful, one of my re reliefs for, for things being stressful is to come away, just to, to literally come away and to either just be by myself or mm -hmm. be by myself and watch a little comedy. They both oh. include doing it by myself though. So the, you know, the <laughs> no, stress self, yeah. levels, yes, the stress levels for me, it just becomes too much of a, ah. and so I need the quiet. I need my mind to quiet and I need everyone around me to be quiet. And that means go away. <laughs> go away. I like this. Be go away. Go away. Because that's what I need for my own, you know, self-care to calm myself, to come. And I especially need that during this time of, yeah. of the holidays. I yeah. need to be able to pull away to get things back together, to yeah. get my emotions back together, to calm myself so that I'll be able to have the resources and the tools and the bandwidth to be able to go out again and take care of things. One of the other, and you know, it's not self-care, but it, it works for me as I, I do everything early. So, mm -hmm. you know, when Christmas comes, I, I'm usually shopping for, for gifts months ahead of time because that time is stressful. Mm -hmm. And I know I don't want to be in the hustle and yes. bustle. And it's too much. Mm -hmm. So I get everything done months ahead of time so that I don't have to walk in that. You know, yeah. I've come to realize that there's certain stress triggers, certain things, which is why I started doing potlucks and delegating because it was too much pressure. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I've learned about me is, you know, the stress level come and I'm just going to shut everything out. And then it's just going to become, <laughs> I just can't leave me alone, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I know now when I'm getting to that level and I make sure that every single day, especially during, during this time of the year, yeah. every single day I decompress and go, mm -mm, I just need you to just stop. Like literally stop, go, 
I need my time to decompress. Because if I don't have it, it's going to be one situation on top of another situation, on top of another situation until I crash. And that's not good no for my well-being no. or anyone's well-being. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's you know. important. Know thyself. That's great. That's a mm-hmm. great self-care spotlight to have from you, Shelly. That's very valuable for people to know when you need yes. to have your time to yourself and for you to know when there's difficult seasons coming up, which this is going to be a very difficult season for yes. a lot of people, to proactively do that self-care and take your time to yourself to decompress yes. and to have that time to yourself. Yeah, I call I, it interaction yes. fatigue is what I call it when I have too many people and too much going on. Too, I call it my interaction fatigue. Too much. Too much. And I'm so glad that I've learned, I've learned to connect with my body and with my emotions so that I'm not at that point. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't get to that point of Mm -hmm. where I'm sporadic or, you know, I've completely crashed, but I know, oh, okay, these triggers are coming. So I need to push away. Yeah, I need to to go and I need to chill or I need to leave the house or, you know, something where as long as it's no one around me and I can get the peace that I need, even if it's just for 15 minutes, I just need to bring everything. Yes. Just bring it down so that I can so I can exhale, you know, Mm -hmm. and come back. And That's handle wonderful. all the crazy. Again. Yes, yes. No, I hear you. I hear you. And the beautiful thing is, is that you mentioned earlier about coloring books. And that is actually, so the Grit Show, we have our own series of coloring books called The Color of Grit. And Ooh. that is actually something that we give all of our guests as a thank you oh. for being on the show is you get See? a coloring book. So I'm going to be coloring. You're going to be coloring. You get a coloring <laughs> book. So you have another option during that quiet time. Comedy is good. Yes. But you can also yes. color. So coloring is very therapeutic. That's, that's what we think. So that's why we could put that out into the world. So our two it options. Really is. Yes, our two options. So the first one is The Vintage Mermaid and Magnificent Ocean. And the second one is You've Got This, which is funny and inspirational quotes. So that's the one that's coming out. And then one that is out is the Mermaid and Ocean one. Do you have a preference? Oh, my goodness. They both sound so good, you Ooh. know, because I want to, you know, have mine right away. I'm going to go with the mermaid. <laughs> the mermaid. She's like, I like immediate gratification. So we're going to go with the mermaid. I dig that. That totally works. So we will be sending you your copy, The Vintage Mermaid and Magnificent Ocean. So, oh, thank yes, you. You're welcome. Well, thank you for making time. I know this is time out of your day to share your wisdom with everyone. And we really appreciate you being here. So thank, thank you. you. This has been amazing. So much fun. The time has passed by so quickly. So quickly. That always happens. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we like our audience to walk away way with something really concrete that they can just start applying to their lives. We call that our grit wit. And so do you have something specific? Yes. If there's anything that I would be able to leave with you. And again, I think I already put that in there, but especially during this time, take your moments, take your time to be just with you. And remember this holiday is yours. And so be aware of those things that you need to make it the best and most memorable time for yourself and for your family. Remember, but for yourself too. Yes, we yes. That. <laughs> yes, because we're busy taking care of everyone else. That's absolutely yes. it. Wonderful. And for everyone who's going to be so excited to connect with you, what are the best places for people to find you? Yes, you can find me on my website, which is www.shellymache.com. And I'll spell that is S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-M-E. 
C-H-E-T-T-E. So we can always connect on my website. You can grab one of my freebies on my website. We can connect on my Instagram, which is my name, Shelly Mache, as well as Facebook, which is Shelly Mache, or my Facebook group, Moms with Purpose. I like to keep it simple. I like simple. And we will have the links to make it simple. We will have the links for all of those in the show notes. So I always like people to hear it because I know I'm oftentimes driving or something when I'm listening to podcasts. So it's great to hear it as well as be able to just grab it in the show notes later. So we'll have all those links for you. And you also have a free guide around powerful purpose. And it's power, H-E-R, powerful purpose, five ways to rediscover you after motherhood. Do you want to tell them about that guy that you're going to be giving away to? Yes. For those of us who, who are moms, we know that the balancing act, it can be difficult. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we become parents, a lot of our, our goals, our dreams, our hobbies, or things that we just used to do, even habitual things like getting up and having a cup of coffee before taking a run, whatever it was, we rearrange those things so much until we actually put them on the back burner and forget about them. And then we mm-hmm. lose ourselves in yeah. motherhood. And so I created a guide because I was that woman as well, where I was so busy doing for my children, doing for my husband, making sure family is taken care of, that I looked in the mirror one day and I had no idea what I liked. I had to ask myself, do you really like Cheerios or do you eat them because you don't want to throw them away? You know, <laughs> because that's what we do as moms. We just finish up the clean stuff. Clean up crew. Clean <laughs> up crew. Clean yes. it up. Yes. So I had to rediscover who was the woman. You know, I know it's very strange after we become moms, we just feel like we were born mothers, but we weren't. We didn't come here moms. We didn't come here parents. We came here with with different gifts and talents and goals Mm -hmm. and things that have been imparted into us. And there's a way to balance all of those things with motherhood and your life goals. And so this guide is going to give you five top ways that you can begin to successfully and harmoniously merge those two things together. Oh, that's so exciting. That's wonderful. So for everyone listening, if that spoke to you, then definitely get into the show notes and get that guide so that you can get connected with that. And this Facebook group is a great place for you to also connect with Shelly and with other moms around that, Moms with Purpose. That is wonderful. So thank you so much for being here, Shelly. This has been delightful. I appreciate it. And thank you so, so much for having me. It was amazing. Yes. Yes. And thank you for everyone in the audience for joining us. If you're interested in checking out our coloring books, you can get your free sample pages off of our website, thegritshow.com. And we will be here with you again next week. So don't forget, you are the only one of you out there in the world. And that really does mean something. Have a good week.